Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. People called by my name will humble themselves and pray. I will hear them because I love them. If my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray. I will hear them and heal their land. If my people call by my name will humble themselves and pray and will seek my faith turn from their wicked way if my people call by my name will humble themselves and pray. I'll forgive their sin and heal their
As we would consider any and all the wonderful things that he has done for us, we can joyfully lift our voice to express our gratitude and our adoration to him. We can say with the psalmist in Psalm 92, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. It's appropriate to praise his name in song. I just love to worship God. It's great to acknowledge his majesty, to catch a glimpse of his glory. Our hearts cry out, Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And we can say with the song, Father, we praise you, worship you, we love you. To worship God, we must be able to express that love to him. Indeed, in word, God's love is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. In Exodus 23 and 25, one particular translation says, and ye shall worship the Lord. The King James says, ye shall serve the Lord. Another translation says, ye shall worship the Lord, your God, and he shall bless your bread and your water. And he says, I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. First of all, we just should do it because we love him. But then there are benefits that come as we do it. That's just the way our Father God is. You know, worship is ministering to the Lord. In Acts 13 and 2, it talks about, as they ministered to the Lord and they fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. They were ministering to the Lord. They were ascribing value and worth to God. 
They were giving him vocal praise. They were telling him, he's wonderful. You're the almighty God. You're powerful. You are the God of honor. They were having other expressions come forth out of their being. They were ascribing great value to him, calling him worthy, that he is uh, their worship, worship. Uh, I love you. And as they ministered to the Lord, then direction came also during this time. And uh, have you ever noticed when you're worshiping, sometimes your mind can kind of kind of wander on you from one thought to another? Have you ever started out to worship God, focusing your whole attention on him? And then you realized while you were still vocalizing some words of adoration, some words of praise, you were actually thinking about something else at the same time. It is possible to be mouthing words of worship while having our minds on something else. And when this happens, I believe we can impose. It tells us in the book of Corinthians that we can bring captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. We discipline our thoughts by focusing the meaning on the meaning of the words we're saying, the significance of our worship to God, refusing to allow our thoughts to wander and stray, but directing them to the worthiness and to the glory of God. And I know God honors such efforts and actions. We will have a true and effective worship when our minds are on God and when we're giving our full attention and vocalizing to Him. I'm firmly convinced from my study of the Word of God that praise and worship are the backbone of Christian living. Surely, it is a grievous mistake to regard worship and praise as peripheral parts of our experience with God. Uh, occasionally, maybe when something very outstanding or we get out of a big problem, we'll say, well, thank God. And sometimes we're not even really praising him. We're just expressing something that about anybody in the world would say. Uh, only as we praise him out of our hearts for what he has done, as we worship him for who he is, can we really know God. And to know him in that praise relationship, that worship relationship, that I know he desires and that, and that we are in need of. Nothing we do, no study, no good deeds, no ritual, has depth of meaning apart from praising and worshiping God. As we minister to the Lord, we worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's let God's word guide us into a more perfect experience with the Lord. Let us enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Let us be thankful to him and bless his name. Let us praise the Lord, singing praises to him, worshiping him. Our God is wonderful in counsel. He's wonderful. Our God is wisdom. Our God is understanding. He is strength. Our God is excellent in working. Our God is mighty to deliver. Glory be to God. Glory be to God forever and ever and ever. I love to worship God, and as we praise God, worship Him, we recognize and make known the greatness of what He has done. We worship Him. We exalt Him for who He is. We may find occasion to praise and give thanks to another human being for some worthwhile achievement, but worship belongs only to God. And both praise and worship are essential to any successful understanding and relationship with God. True spiritual fulfillment comes only as we invest our lives in continual praise and worship. And true worship and praise 
is tender and sweet and brings one face to face with God. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment and let me know. One way is through a quick email. Click on Contact Us when you visit our website, diministries.org. While there, you can check out the various ministry products that I talk about each day. Here's my announcer to tell you more. To order David Engel's products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks, and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at the same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.